0: So today's episode, we're doing something completely different. We're on site with Osborne contractors here in the DFW area and and are going to tackle what I believe is the single greatest barrier to growth, but it's also our industry's most significant issue. We're not talking about supply chain. We're not talking about raw material costs. We're not talking about political impact or vaccine mandates. We're talking about the capacity of leadership inside of growing organizations. Welcome to the Pioneer Cast. I'm Dwayne Abels, Founder and President of Pioneer IQ. Hopefully over the course of the next 10 to 20 minutes you'll be able to pick up a few things on one, how to develop your leaders, two, how to scale and build your business, or three, get some insights from the market. Today is quite a special day. I've got a really good friend of mine and a client Daniel Harris from Osborne Contractors joining us. Daniel, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for letting us in your house.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Glad to have you here and, and glad to talk about, you know, one of the biggest problems that I think we all face daily and uh, the way that we do our best to try to stumble through that here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, in, in, in kind of pre-planning for the episode, we were um, talking through the fact that not everyone is willing to openly discuss um, leadership challenges, and and I think the reality is every single firm that we've been into, talked to, or work with over the last 24 months um, is certainly in the same shoes. And so I really appreciate your um, confidence in yourself and your team to to be pr- transparent. But I'm really excited to hear your perspective. So um, just kind of getting this rolling here, um, help me understand what you're seeing in Texas and the construction market, and and how the lack of comp- uh, leadership capacity. Is affecting people that you work with or the industry as a whole?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, being exposed to and around the construction industry for a long time, you know, we've all heard and heard people talk about the absence of skilled labor and that that's been a huge issue in the market. Yeah. And, you know, that's been going on, you know, 30, 40 plus years. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, as you've mentioned and we've talked about frequently, you know, at this point, one of the greatest things that's just a plight for our industry as a whole is there's an absence of skilled leaders. Yep. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we've got people um, who have who have been very effective managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been very effective uh, producers yep. and, and doers of what they've done. Uh, who have continued through attrition. Uh, you know, to to rise in the ranks to where they're they're leading, mm-hmm. uh, or they're in the role of of uh, leading right. uh, for organization. And at the end of the day, the skill set that makes you a great producer, uh, the skill set that makes you a great you know mid level manager, isn't necessarily the same skill set that makes you a great leader. Absolutely, yep, no doubt. We see it all the time, and I and
0: it's what you're alluding to is, if if if, if someone is a great producer then surely they're going to be a great team leader right or project leader and if they're a good project leader surely they're a good project executive or client manager well and certainly they would be great at developing and building a division or team and and lo and behold they end up being an executive right right a- and what we find is that you know executives are just like NFL football players they they have some innate ability but They've got to train and fail and win and train more to, to be prepared and to lead their team. So you're seeing a lot of that, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's a um, you know, that's something that we try to be amazingly cognizant of mm-hmm. in the group of leaders that we have. And I don't mean leader just from a position standpoint. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a leader. Yeah. I mean, that's the way that we focus on here. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're you started two weeks ago and you have a hammer and a shovel in your hand or a trowel, yeah, or whether you own the company. Yeah. Um, everyone's a leader yep. uh, that's willing to step up and accept that role, yep. and so you know as we try to focus on that, and, and you know that's a that's a struggle. Struggle's the right word, I think, of, of struggling through the way that we put the appropriate emphasis on it. We absolutely are cognizant of that, and then you see that all around you, whether yep. that's with uh, you know sometimes clients, sometimes other uh, you know specialty trade contractors, mm-hmm. you know subcontractors around us. Uh, man, sometimes just people, vendors—you yeah. know—it it could be whoever that's interacting in, in our ecosystem uh, that you're running through, trying to help remove obstacles and, and working on the tactical things. Yep. Uh, and in the process of that, you end up running into these low blo- roadblocks yep. that are typically generated from uh, either bad or an absence of leadership. Right. Which the absence of leadership is almost worse than bad leadership, yeah. from my perspective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. Um, this isn't rehearsed, this isn't scripted. Um, I, I'd really <laughs> like to get into your story and, and uh, really kind of get into the journey that you've been on the last 24 months. Um, and then talk a little bit about um, the journey and then specifically what you guys have been doing to develop leaders and to empower them. Uh, so what, maybe two years ago, you and I were introduced through a uh, mutual friend of ours, Jason Williford at Culture yep. Index here in DFW and uh, I think Jason called me. Uh, I think, <laughs> if I remember this correctly, I think you guys were at dinner. We were. And I was at a baseball <laughs> game, right? And Jason will look for calls and hey man, I'm sitting here with two guys, Daniel Harris and Dave Osborne, and here's what's going on. And I'm like, I'm at a baseball game, but I'll, okay. Uh, but that's really kind of how it started. It so, is. Um, tell us a little bit about your journey that you've been on the last uh, 24 months, where you started, kind of how much you've blown through your growth curve. Uh, and and what you've been doing to create leadership capacity
1: here at Osborne. Sure, sure. No, absolutely. That's super loaded because there's about 17 right. uh, inquiries in there. Right. Uh, but trying to hit high level, you know. Yeah, rewind two-ish years ago to where we engaged. You know, prior to that, um, super thankful for the invitation to join uh, Dave in, in doing what he's doing here and has done here for a long time at Osborne. Right. Uh, in in cultivating and generating an environment uh, that allows people to be very successful. Yeah. Um, and so you know us, you know since after joining the the company and joining Dave and kind of walking through um, what the future success looks like and really trying to get uh, and focus a a very um, uh, intentional. Uh, Focus on looking at what the future looks like mm-hmm. and not only what does that look like and defining that, but how do we get there? Yeah. Uh, we absolutely, the first thing you run into is people. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're in a trade that a lot of people think is pretty easy. Uh, in reality, it's definitely not. Yeah. You know, have a tremendous amount of admiration for our craftsmen and what they do um, day in and day out and our folks that support those guys. Um, but, you know, regardless of what those things look like, to continue to grow and scale a business, uh, you know, a business that has 16, 17, 800 employees, depending upon the time of year, mm-hmm. you have to have leadership across the entire organization. Yeah. Um, so, part of that, you want to attract good leaders and you want to get leaders in your organization, you have to know what the hell you're about. Yep.
0: Absolutely. If I can say hell, sorry, yeah. buddy.
1: Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> but. At, at the end of the day, if you don't know what you're about, mm-hmm. or the only thing that you're about is about dollars and cents, dollars and cents are a big part of what we do. Yeah. But if the only thing you're about is dollars and cents, no, no great leader or someone with great leadership potential is going to come to your organization. Right. Absolutely. Um, so we spent a long time, a long time uh, talking and conversing about that. We spent a lot of time with the organization prior to, to mm-hmm. us meeting, yeah. trying to really define, hey, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Why do you stay here? What do you love about this organization? And what are those things? And it, thank God, it boiled down to the fact that the people who were really critical to the operation were here because they loved the other people that were here, Yeah, loved the other people that were here. Absolutely. And we'll touch more on that later, right? Um, And outside of that, they loved the opportunity that they had that the company gave them to support and build the people that were here. Absolutely. So from, from my seat, my vantage point, that's like winning the freaking lottery. Yeah. Um, w- when the core group of your folks, you know, you sit down and you try to sort through that, and that's what you come up with. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's them to us. That's not us trying to push that down on, on people. Um, so as we start going through and trying to facilitate that, mm-hmm. obviously there's a huge onus of, of, okay, how do we translate that into uh, that a uh, purpose centered around that, yep. and then developing groups and teams around that in a strategic, intentional manner. Correct. Yep. Um, so enter in, in Pioneer IQ and Dwayne, uh, thanks to you know, some off-the-cuff crap talking from, uh, <laughs> from our, our good friend Williford. Yeah. Um, but I think we sat down at a table, not this table, beautiful table, beautiful table. But, but a different table uh, at, our, at our old office and sat down and walked and walked through and talked about what we were about. Uh, realized there was a great connection there. Um, instantaneously knew the fact and, and saw the value in being able to participate in strategy and leadership development with our other leaders. In lieu of having to facilitate that, was a huge, huge value. Yeah. And so I'm just you know eternally grateful. Outside of our friendship, yeah. just you being able to come in and help facilitate those things, so I actually could participate. Yeah. Um, it makes, you know. it seems like a little thing, but it makes all the difference in the world. Um, so now we've made it to two years ago. Sorry for the long answer. No, no, no. Um, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, we, we really hunkered down, we focused on, we said, hey, look, we know who we are. We know what our core values are or what we like to call our guiding principles yep. uh, that really define the way that we're gonna interact with people um, and the way that we wanna be able to interact with people. But we also started to say, okay, hey, what's the bigger picture? Yep. When we do look into the future, what does that look like? And then how do we get there? Yeah. Um, so, man, we, you, know, you swooped in, we started talking about how do we define that. We took our leadership team. We got everybody set down and, and solidified you know, in a retreat and really identified what does that look like with our core, core group uh, of leaders, uh, you know, executives, mm-hmm. yep. leaders um and and walk through what that was had very very candid very passionate conversations uh held each other accountable and tested one another right 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 you know iron sharpening iron for sure Mm -hmm. um about what we meant by what we believed and how we could articulate that and so you know in in three days come back from that group present to a bigger group of our leaders Uh, how we did that. And I think everybody instantaneously embraced it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot, we talk a lot of times about these realizations you come to in life where it's a feeling, right, but you don't have the words to articulate it. Correct. Absolutely. That's exactly the response we got from, from our team is, Hey, look that of course, that's what our purpose is. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's what our vision is, right? That's what we've been about, but we've articulated it very well, you know, in in, uh, the result of what the leaders had. So, um, the second part of that question, you know, how have we really gone from there to continue to scale and to grow? Correct. Um, you know, we sat down and looked at growth and looked at that not as, uh, you know, what a lot of people do, and that's just say, hey, look, how do I just scoop in as much business as I can scoop in mm-hmm. and focus on dollars and cents? We said, how do we grow a team, and continue to balance the growth of that team uh, and in those leaders mm-hmm. with the work that pulls in that makes sense for those people? Yep um focusing on the people and developing the people mm-hmm. all of a sudden the the margin that those people had mm-hmm. and the capacity that that generated meant we could do more work mm-hmm. absolutely so at the end of the day we, we set a very uh, you know very logical growth curve uh, based around uh, our goals and our objectives and said hey this is where we're going to be in in 2021 this will we'll be in 2022 all the way up to 2025 mm-hmm. uh, well here we find ourselves on the eve of 2022 Yep. Um, at the the revenue goal and, and our all of, uh, you know various other KPIs right. of that we set to establish our success uh, of where we wanted to be in 2025.
0: Right, right, yeah, you know, and and we've talked about this several times, but uh, we we encourage executives to put growth curves in place that gives you enough time to put the right processes, systems, and tools in place in order to be able to scale and grow your business without stressing people out, you know, divorces and all those other bad things that can happen. And the one thing that we can't control that it seems to have happened with you guys and a lot of other people we work with is there's like this divine intervention piece that's not in the plan. And, you know, a couple of those divine intervention pieces came with uh, in the form of a couple of people who, as we're going through the process, they literally said, hey, I, I'm realizing that this purpose really isn't for me. Yeah. And And the divine intervention piece was having amazing other people lined up to come and jump into that spot that had the skills gifts and talents and the passion for what it is you you all want to do the second divine intervention i think is very safe to say is when you get a group of high horsepower leaders all focused on doing something for the greater good of communities or people families etc crazy things can happen And the magnitude of attraction factor that you guys have is crazy. And and one of the things I'm personally concerned about going into 2022 is, if you know Piner IQ, we believe in sticking with the growth curve. There's just so much opportunity come your way that the magnitude of scalability um, is huge going forward. And uh, do you feel like your leaders are ready or close to ready or what are your thoughts on
1: Where they're at. You know, I do. Yeah. Um, I think if you ask them, I think just because of the mentality that they all have, uh, the drive that they have, uh, you know, sports analogy, those guys don't show up to play basketball. It's not about putting more points on the board than whoever they're playing against. Right. They realize they're playing against themselves. They're showing up and they're playing golf every day. It's, hey, I hit a 77 yesterday. I want to hit a 76 today. Yeah. And so there's never satisfaction. Sometimes I got to tell them, hey, Take a deep breath, and sometimes I have to be told, and I appreciate them for holding me accountable. Yeah. Of take a deep breath, realize where we've come, where our, realize where that is with our plan, right? Um, and, and acknowledge, you know, some of the hard work. Um, so no, I think I think the guys are ready. I think the the biggest kind of the root of the mentality that I just mentioned is the reason why they are ready. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking earlier about Zig Ziglar. Yeah. You know, a great quote it says, "If you're not willing to learn, no one can help you." Right. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. Right, anyone. right, love that. And so, so our guys live that out every day. I mean, they walk in, they build cultures where their people can hold them accountable, mm-hmm. where their people can come to them and challenge them mm-hmm. uh, for the things that they've committed to do. Yep. I get held accountable by, by our leaders and, and our people across the organization yep. daily, yep. Um, and, and that's what we want. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. Uh, and, and so, are we ready? Yeah. We're ready, right, right, right? We got it. You right. know, we feel like we prepared through a long off season. Yeah, and and the season started. Yeah, you know, it's the excitement of the first time you get underneath the center and you're snapping the ball for the first play this season. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, I was describing your culture to uh, another company maybe a week or two ago, and I described it as a competitive camaraderie that you've created here, and, and it certainly is an iron sharpening iron environment. Uh, but you don't ever see an accusation game playing out here. It's, it's very much an iron sharpening iron um, scenario, and I, I really value and appreciate that about you. So uh, as we're preparing for the Denver uh, boot camp, we actually uh, had Harp and Slim come in with us, like they're here again today, and um, shoot a video just to have Daniel talk a little bit about some of the experience that they had with our leadership program. And as he and I were talking through that, um, he said, you know, we have a lot of high horsepower, ho- high horsepower partnerships that could value from what we've been incorporating and doing into our business. So at that time, you said, hey, we're, we're standing in a space that wasn't completely done yet. It's done now. Why don't we use this space and bring in some of our partnerships and introduce them to some of the stuff that, that we're going through? So I'm excited about that. Yeah,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, super excited. You know, we're, um, I couldn't be, couldn't have ever imagined the space and and the end result of it that we're in now. Gorgeous. Um, Had a lot of great partners in the industry that were part of it and came and joined it and uh, leaders from those organizations um, who, you know, really wanted to provide a great product for us and be part of it. And then... our our marketing leader and branding leader here, Remington May, just smashed, smashed on design. Completely agree. um, And and love it. Every day you find new uses. um, You know, I'll share share a little story with you because it's story time. Sure, yeah. But um, we had Thanksgiving here. We had a bunch of our employees uh, here for lunch. We had a bunch of industry colleagues Mm -hmm. uh, here for lunch. We had some of our neighbors you know, from an architecture firm here, and, and sharing lunch with us, um, and you know, at one point it, it was time to get everybody you know focused and together before we did uh, you know say a few words and mm-hmm. and do a raffle. Um, so Rebecca, you know, in, in her daily challenge of hurting the cats, right, right. Uh, you know, flags me over and says, "Hey, you know, say something." Um, so I went to go to go say something and address the group and express appreciation. Yeah. Um, Looked around the room, you know, we have 100, 150 people here, everyone smiling, everyone interacting, everyone from all sorts of business units and parts of the organization and in the industry co Yeah. Uh, in And just having a great time and it being a warm, embracing environment. Yes. And I got choked up. Man, yeah. And I'm not usually short on words. <laughs> so, You know, I said, hey, everybody, thanks for coming. Choke, choke, choke. Rebecca's going to do a (laughs) raffle, So, um, you know, she jumped in and swooped in and saved the day. But uh, it's just been amazing to have the space to be able to allow for those things. Mm -hmm. And for great opportunities, you know, with you guys coming in, with with local association doing, uh, having the opportunity to do some stuff here. And our teams have an opportunity to do stuff here uh, where we can help not just inside these walls with our organization, but help fulfill our purpose of impacting uh, the industry yes. in part of what we're doing that's not just about us, it's not just about our people. It's, yeah. hey, how do we help the industry and support the industry in developing people, developing relationships, developing partnerships, and, and really trying to build significance?
0: Absolutely. So uh, we're going to, in the boot camp, we're going to, that's, that's here in your, in your office, DFW Plano area, uh, last week of February. So we're going we're gonna to actually start to teach and equip and apply uh, with this boot camp some of the same things that we've been doing with your leaders. And what I hope, is, what I hope, what I hope to, to get out of that is that we leverage some of your emerging leaders, and they're a part of communicating their story to the rest of the group and helping the rest of the group learn from what you've been experiencing over the last two years. Uh, but we're going to teach them some real fundamentals of leading one-to-one, leading, uh, leading a small team, how to empower the team and break out the toolbox and get into some fun stuff. So looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. So hopefully over the course of the last five or six minutes, maybe 25 minutes, (laughs) you've picked up some, he's very short winded. Uh, You've picked up some insights to help you develop your leaders, scale and build your business, or capture some insights on your market. We're going into the Christmas season. Lots of things going to pull all of us leaders in different directions. It is mission critical now more than ever, the next three weeks to take a minute and to reflect on how you're behaving and exerting your energy and making sure that your leadership legacy is continuing through the holidays and not taking a break.
1: Lead on.